Well, good morning, good day, good evening. Whenever you are listening to this, my name is Jill. This is the Dangerous Freedom Podcast, and today is Wednesday, April 6th, 2022. The usual caveats are in place. There is no fire to crackle in the background, but we do have dogs. The microphone is precariously balanced as I record this, and I have no editing ability, and so all background noises and uh, unintentional mistakes and errors are included in this unedited version of the message I want to share with you today. If you are new, the purpose of this podcast is not to just tell you more of what you already know, but really it's to remember who we are as those who, when faced with danger, are compulsed, for better or worse, to run towards it. And what's most important about that is there's nothing more dangerous than running towards the truth. It's one thing to run into a burning building. Uh, Some of us are just built to do that. But what's more important is this idea of running towards the truth. Because while they say the truth will set you free, it's not exactly the way it works. Mostly it just points you in the right direction And after a 40-plus year journey, four decades and counting, of a compulsion to answer the question, but what is the truth? All I ever figure out is truth sucks. I don't want to know it. I never like it. Yet once it creeps into my awareness and my uh, little brain, I am stuck with it until I can find some way to make peace with it. So... It's a hard road and a hard journey, and that's always been my struggle because people want to believe the truth will just solve the problem, the truth will make everything okay, the truth will awaken all those who don't want to look at the truth so powerfully that the world will magically settle into some kind of existence that makes sense that has logic and reason to it that's based on the power of love and survival and compassion and cooperation in an awesome way and however many millennial later we're still here banging our heads with this idea that somehow the truth will make everything okay it really doesn't and so the, the thing I wanted to talk about today, because the, the thing that drives me the most is, you know, I've spent this 40 plus years charging down a path thinking the exact same thing, right? That if I could just get to the truth, then all of this would make sense. If I could get to the truth, then I could truly end suffering. I could truly make the world a better place. I could truly set you free in addition to myself and wouldn't that be awesome? Because what greater gift is there than freedom? Well, unfortunately, most people don't want freedom, uh, which is why I named the podcast that, because I found that uh, Thomas Jefferson quote, I prefer a dangerous freedom to a peaceful slavery. Uh, And in my experience, most people want us peaceful slavery. And that is wildly disheartening if you are one of the few like me who are just compulsed to want truth and freedom at any cost. Every time I say the word freedom, that is the name of my dog, and so he's over there responding occasionally to that. So 
the title of the podcast today is The Value of Saving Your Own Life. And the reason I wanted to talk about that today is a couple things. Uh, the first is I was uh, sent by Kelly, thank you, uh, some poems by the poet Mary Oliver. And I am not somebody who wildly resonates with poetry in a consistent way, but I am someone who once, you know, I find certain lines, they really stick with me. But I came upon an interview with her, and the interview with her was really fascinating because I heard so many elements of my own story in hers. And I think that's one of the big values that we can get when we listen to other people is uh, some sense of connection that we're not alone in our struggle. And I think the thing she said that made the most sense to me is that uh, why do we need to speak the truth in a lot of words when we can say it very simply? And the other element that she talked about in that interview was it she didn't talk about what happened to her as a child although I can you know pretty much guess from what she was alluding to ditto here is that she left the house and went into nature to try to save her own life and I just so resonated with that because as much as I talk about all of us having this sort of innate need to save and rescue and fix and solve and do everything for everybody else just because we can't seem to stop ourselves because our nervous system seems to be one in which we look around and any kind of issue we want to step in and make it better. At the core of that I think for many of us is is also this need to save our own life. And Well, there's one of those things I can't control. I had to sneeze and I can't edit it out. Okay, so, and I think what I didn't hear in her uh, interview, the way she talked about her poetry, is that she was really expressing what she saw. She was trying to create beauty in the natural world for others. She was speaking to others rather than talking about herself but she was doing it as a way to create a bridge I think for those like her who are struggling to save their own life which is a little bit different right painting the picture of hope versus running into the burning building or struggling within the problem as opposed to witnessing the road out of it and that's probably one of the biggest mistakes I make because in this journey I like her have found you know the ability to save my life in what I call you know being human it's it is the blueprint of humanity that is imprinted upon our biology and psychology that when followed will truly save your life and so much of what we experience in the world right now and the reasons we suffer are because we are working against what the human blueprint really asks us to do. You know, the spirit may be in the body, but the body still needs to function within the world. And when we work so hard against the way the body is wired, it feels like we're dying. And all the things we do to the body and the psychology of ourselves that basically crucify us, that make our spirits just weep, because none of it 
need be. And I think all those energies resonate within those of us who are just so wired up to want to help, to want to make things better. But I don't know how good we are at doing that for ourselves. And I can only speak, you know, from my story and for the people that I've talked with over the years. And uh, and I will just caveat for anybody that's new that I am a licensed clinical social worker. So I did quite a bit of crisis intervention of people who were suicidal. So I spent a lot of time there and I've had a lot of personal experience and I've had a lot of uh, personal relationships where these things were the issue. So uh, it's something, unfortunately, I know quite a bit about. And, you know, the one thing I learned about those who were suicidal what was that they didn't want to die. 99% don't want to die. That's the rare person who really, really wants to die. It's often just such a profound chemical imbalance. It has nothing to do with thought or rational uh, experience. It's just there's this overwhelming push within the chemistry of the mind and the brain that says die, and you can't stop it, and it feels real, although it's just magical when a different chemical cocktail is introduced and all of a sudden that just gets wiped away. So to me that is very different than the emotional heaviness of, you know, I just can't take it anymore. I can't take the pain. I can't take the suffering. Uh, I can't take what's happening to me because I don't know how to fix the problem. And there's this idea, this belief, this deep need that if we could just solve the problem, then we wouldn't feel this way and then we would want to live. And I think we believe that about others. If we could just fix their problem, if we could just solve the difficulties of the world, then what a good thing we have done. And so the question, right, do you value, is there value in saving your own life? I don't know how much of us really think about that. I've spent a lot of time thinking about that because I have spent most of my life on the bridge of not wanting to be here. And that's what was so fascinating to me about her story is I'd never heard anybody else talk about it in the same way that I experienced it. Like everything I did to set out and learn was really in the efforts to save my own life and then just desperately wanting to help others who felt or were feeling the same way whether it was a physical problem whether it was a logistic problem uh, whatever it was let me help you find relief and the reality is that most people don't want it it is a lot of work to save your own life and where I think the crux of this conversation uh, needs to be is in the value. Is there value in saving your own life? Because it's that same thing when you're in a plane. If you if you're flying in a plane, they always tell you to put on your oxygen first. Otherwise, you can't help anybody. And I think that's probably one of the things we make the biggest mistakes. Those of us who are wired for danger is that we think if we help everybody else then we'll have the time and we'll feel the permission or the lack of guilt or whatever it is, you know, that you name it within yourself. Then I can do what I need to do to take care of myself because I feel guilty if I focus on myself and I let you go, if I let you suffer, if I let you fall because I'm too busy over here taking care of myself. But the problem becomes eventually you start drowning and you can't get out and it's too late 
And that's where I think most people get into that really deep suicidal place because the, the issues got too big before they stepped back. Uh, sometimes we can't step back. You know, I think if you're uh, signed up with the military, you're not allowed to get out a jail-free card. you got to stick out your contract. And the problem is if it went on too long, if the tour was too intense, if the tour was too, if there were too many tours and they were too frequent and you never had that recovery time, then you're so far back behind the starting line that you're drowning and you can't get out. And I've talked about that quite a bit. I've had that quite a bit, you know, over the course of my life. Not because I want to feel that way, but because it just got too much. I got too far behind the starting line because of the choices I made, not because of things that were done to me. Because I kept running from this place that your life is more valuable than my own. And, of course, that's not true. Everybody is equal. But... I just wanted to offer that up today. There is there value in saving your own life because at the same time that you make that decision, all those people that depend on you will probably get really pissed off, right? Well, how dare you not take care of me? How dare you not save me? There just becomes uh, a lot of negativity oftentimes around the decision to save your own life because all of a sudden that energy that you're putting into everyone and everything else has to be retracted and brought back into yourself which means everything that you are putting energy into is left hanging and nine times out of ten that's because that person is taking from you what they need to be giving to themselves and they will make you feel guilty because you are no longer serving them even though you serving them is killing you and you know there are exceptions to that there are things that we choose to be responsible for there's our children there's our different family members Uh, you know for me there's the dog it could be even plants I mean whatever it is that you are deciding to be responsible for there is some accountability that needs to take place before you withdraw your energy your focus and your attention Uh, you know I really struggle with that I remember having a friend who just walked away from her four kids in fact I've had a couple women I know who've done that because the men were so abusive the only way they could save their lives was to leave but they could not take the children with them because of the the men you know and it was one or the other it was their life or to sacrifice their children and I don't know how you make that decision and I'm not judging it I'm just saying that was one of the ones that was hardest for me to understand because I haven't been in that situation but is there value in saving your own life at the same time you know there are moments when we do need to lay our life down in the service of others so I'll talk about that a different day but today I really just wanted to pose that question to you because in thinking about what I'm really trying to do and share here uh, you know I wrote a short post yesterday sometimes I just get bugs that I want to put out so I think I'll just write those up but I don't won't send them to you because they're not important for you to hear they're just important for me to get out so I don't have to think about them anymore but it's really 
the question of uh, what is valuable and and you know the thing about truth like I said at the beginning of this is that most people don't value it because it requires change it requires personal responsibility it requires us to make decisions that nine times out of ten result in other people getting mad at us at disappointment at failure at all the things that we don't feel good about in ourselves because when our nervous system wants to help wants to save wants to fix wants to rescue when that's our primary wiring to step back and say well you know I can't do it this time because my life is more important that just usually sets up a whole cascade of thoughts feelings emotions that we may not be ready to deal with and so we just bury them and keep going but that's how we end up drowning and so, you know, what I see out in the world is just so much energy that's focused on solving problems that really don't have anything to do with us or our personal lives. Uh, I really see that as a uh, deferring of responsibility. I don't have to think about myself. I don't have to deal with things because if I focus on that, I feel like something important is happening. If I read all the news, if I throw out my opinion, then somehow I'm actually doing something. But at the end of your life, you're just not going to remember that. But you're going to be like Mary Oliver in that conversation. I knew that I had to leave my home in order to save my own life. And I remember that very conscious decision. I either need to figure out how to save my own life or I am going to end up in a padded cell on all kinds of medication because that is the systems that we have out in the world do not help you. Uh, and that sort of was the miracle of living in the dirt where all these basic human functions that I came into contact with unknowingly and how when they all got put together I'm like wow you know this is what it's supposed to feel like not just this intense suffering that I had experienced for most of my life and so it's a fine line uh, as I'm talking about this I'm remembering an Oprah episode many years ago and this will be more for women who remember uh, she had on a coach when coaching was still brand new not what it is now uh, and the coach was talking about extreme self-care and she was talking to the women in the audience and she was trying to explain to them how important self-care was and the women got really angry at her because this was before uh, the revolution of uh, self-indulgence really took off and now we're sort of in an opposite place and so there's a difference between the value of saving your own life versus this idea that only my needs matter and so that's kind of a fine line and we've created a cultural norm where self-care seems to be all that matters and that's not what I'm talking about I'm not talking about uh, you know massages and pedicures and wine at night you know in private time and the sort of this idea that only my needs are what's important you know there's just periods of our life that suck that are hard work that are all about especially for women you know taking care of others especially for men going to work even when you don't want to go to work you know that's all kind of gone out the window and there's this idea of 
Only how I feel matters. And that is not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is that deep decision, that valuing your own life that does not need to come at the sacrifice of your life so that you can save everybody else. And so this is just a thought because the conversation that I'm having in my head on a regular basis now is, what do I, who am I talking to and what, I, what do I really want to say? And the conflict around that is what I know in my heart to be most important, that there is so much value in saving your own life, is not something most of us value. I didn't for a long time. I mean, I did t- theoretically, but I, ne- I didn't do it. I thought about it, but I would immediately take all the information I was learning, try to put it out into the world and never apply it to myself. And I still do that. I think, you know, part of my physical crash, my physical inability to go out and do hardly anything anymore is because I let myself get way too far behind the starting line and started drowning because whether I'm doing something or not my thoughts are always about well how can I get this out to other people to help them I very rarely just step back and do the work for myself because when I don't have any energy I just sit and wait until I can get this stuff back out into the world Uh, and that's become less and less and less over the last few years because of the own issues I'm having I just can't do it and I know it doesn't work and while I know what I'm doing it's just amazing how hard it is to stop myself so uh, I just wanted to offer this up to you just as a question is there value in saving your own life because I know the answer to that question but it's not an intellectual question it's a deep deep heart and soul question because the body isn't what I'm talking about I'm not talking about saving your body I'm talking about saving your life and what that really means is this shift that my life is valuable and I don't know how much people really think about that because in my experience people like uh, me are pushed to take care of everybody else even though it looks like you're being selfish, I oh now the dog's gonna drink. You're just getting all kinds of extra noises in the podcast today. So that's the question. You know, is there value in saving your own life? Uh, not your body, but the value of your life. And I invite you to think about that. So we're gonna wrap that up. Lots to do today here. We'll see if it gets done. Going to take a deep breath, get that air, fresh air, deep into the lower lobes because that's where all the old stale air needs to get pushed out. That in itself is a very vitalizing experience, getting the old crappy stuff out of you and allowing fresh, clean, brand new air, just like a brand new idea into the deep parts of yourself where the real change happens. And I will then see you next time.